Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Welcome, guys, to the bonus episode of Productivity and Proverbs 31, the podcast. So one of the very first DMs I got when I launched the podcast a few weeks ago was, where did we get the name and how did I come up with that? And what were we going to be doing? So here's the answer to all of those questions. When COVID-19 hit, I was in the midst of ramping up a speaking ministry, a speaking career. I had spoken on main stage from different companies that I had worked with, and that was that trajectory I was headed. I was doing a little change. I still had my side hustle. Actually, I had two at the time, and I was going to add speaking as a third stream of income, speaking and writing, and COVID-19 hits, and all of the stages closed down. Those doors were shut. So as we all scrambled to pivot and do things differently, I came across Stephanie Gass's the Mompreneur Mastermind podcast. I was not her Lola, and her Lola is what she calls her audience that listens faithfully and with regularity. I was more like a Leela. I kind of fit in some of the episodes, but I didn't fit in all the episodes. But she had such a compelling voice that I remained for the message. And if you have not listened to her, you absolutely need to. Go check my girl out. Give her a listen. She's amazing. But one of the things that Stephanie does is clarity coaching and clarity calls. And I had one of those calls with her and we were talking about life and my interests and who I wanted to serve. And I mentioned that I had a business Bible study that I had written called Productivity and the Proverbs 31 Woman. And that I wanted to reach motivated stay-at-home moms who want to have it all. They want to be godly wives. They want to be great moms, have a make a wonderful life for their kids with memories and They wanted to grow in their faith and leave a legacy. And as I was explaining all that, she said, whoa, I think that's your name right there. Why don't we just say productivity and Proverbs 31? I'm like, well, that works for me. And so here we are. Now, productivity, that part is if we go backwards and look at what prompted the Bible study in the first place was that I have always held the Proverbs 31 woman as a template for my ultimate pioneer woman, if you will. She just had and did it all. She was a savvy businesswoman. She understood the ins and outs of real estate. She took care of her servants and her kids. She ran a vineyard. She bought and sold land. She sewed. She made sure she covered for her husband. I mean, she just was pretty much the ultimate mom boss. And she didn't get a whole lot of praise until her kids were older. And when I was a young mom, that appealed to me. Just keep doing it because I'm supposed to be doing it. Well, then productivity, because I'm a huge creative, big picture, global messy, and I've mentioned this in other podcasts, but I can frolic in freshly mowed glitter fields all day long, and I will chase whatever shiny object I happen to see. 
I'll start 15 things and try to have them all going at the same time. And I want to do them all. I want to do them all well. And I don't want to be told that I can't. But to do that, though, I had to become a student of systems, how to get 1% better, how to do more, which for a firstborn can make you a little crazy, a little perfectionist, a little critical. Well, okay, let's face it, a lot critical, mean-spirited, and stressed out. You do get it done, but at a price, a big price. And when you add kids into the mix, then something has to go. So that's, that's where my faith walk began. But now faith walk actually began back before that, when I was about nine years old, somewhere in that area. And my parents for a short time got separated. And that just kind of started to influence a lot of decisions and a lot of things that were happening in my life. Now I had a grandmother who was a spiritual giant. She would call every Sunday to see if we were going to get up and go to church with her. Well, it was my dad's mom. So when he came and got you up and said, get dressed, you're going to church with mom. We got up and she normally sat on the third row opposite the piano, far right side. But this particular Sunday, I remember I was sitting almost at the back, far left side of the pew. And I remember praying as the first prayer that was ever answered, praying and asking God to please get my parents back together, which he did. And they remained married for 41 years. A little after that, by the time they got back together, I was already headed to college. And that's where I really had my faith questioned. I met a girl in my dorm, a beautiful spirit and a wonderful Christian Sabrina Seacrest. So here's your shout out, Sabrina. And she asked me the single most important question I've ever been asked in my life. And she said very much, and she was very kind and very much she asked this in love and not judgment. She said, if I were to die that night, did I know that I would go to heaven? Well, I went to church and I was a good girl and I tried to help other people, but that was a question I really did not have an answer to because you see, she said, did I know? Now, I know that I hoped I would go to heaven. I know that I went to church. I know that I was a good girl or a good person. I know that I tried. I went to vacation Bible school and I was really working hard to have more good than bad. And I hoped I would get into heaven, but I didn't know. And I didn't know then that 1 John five thirteen says, these things have I written to you who believe in the name of the son of God, that's Jesus, so that you may know that you have eternal life. And Sabrina, my friend, explained that by believing that Jesus was the only perfect sinless son of God who died on the cross for my sins, that I could ask him to forgive me of those sins and that he would. Well, see, I had a little pride problem because I was good and I was the oldest and I was all of this. I didn't think I was that bad. As a matter of fact, I was a firstborn perfectionist. I thought I'd checked all the God boxes and all the good girl boxes. But as she continued to pray for me and to share, I agreed with God that I was a sinner and that I wasn't good enough. I asked for his forgiveness, asked him to be Lord of my life. And over the course of the next year and a half, I was privileged to study the Bible with Sabrina, but then I transferred schools. But when I transferred schools, I got into another um, church and another organization and began to study the word and to grow. But had she not first reached out to me in love, I wouldn't be here today chatting across the podcast airways. And the Lord has been faithful to continually provide me with women in my life who were women like Titus 2 talk about or women like the Proverbs 31 woman 
who are godly examples in the flesh. So here we are. As we grab these few minutes together with each podcast, I just want to help you keep growing in your faith to build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents and make a memory of a life you love with those kids. Now, the difference between this podcast and all the other mom help podcasts? Well, I've already walked the path you're walking. Instead of teaching and talking and encouraging as a peer that's going through the fire with you trying to figure it out, I've already walked that path. (laughs) The path of Mordor, if you're a Lord of the Rings fan. No, I've already walked that path. So instead of commiserating with you, I'm offering a mentoring voice from the other side of motherhood. And I learned a long time ago not to take myself too seriously because we're all a work in progress. I want to coach with encouragement and give you hope in your journey, as well as business strategies for those working, looking to work from home. I'm an encourager and a teacher to help you keep walking, keep the faith, and use your gifts along the way. Now, why do I call you Katie? That was my other question. Why do you, why do, why do you call us Katie? That's weird. Well, no, Katie is just, when I am trying to do the podcast and I'm looking across the room at my body of names, the young women I have in my life that I meet, conglomeration of it all. If I put it all together and press you down, it would be Katie. Now, I always wanted a Katie, but my mother-in-law's name is Kathy Lanham. My former sister-in-law's name is Kathy Lanham. Of course, my name is Kathy Lanham, and my mom's name is Kathleen. So when I came up with a great idea of naming our daughter Katie, should we have one? My husband was not real wild about that idea. He was like, absolutely not. Our firstborn, Amber, was a girl. We were blessed then by the Lord with four more children, but they were all boys. But we always had the plan that Katie would be our daughter's name if we had one. It never happened. And now I have three and a half daughters in love. The half is that she's not married yet. She's coming. And she's the one that we get the closest to Katie with, with a Caitlin. But that's why I call you, the young women I get to pour into, Katie. You're motivated. You're a motivated, sharp woman, a wonderful young mom who wants to grow in your faith and make money in a business that uses your God-given gifts and talents and make memories of a life you love. And if that resonates with you, I'm so excited to be having that cup of reheated coffee or that Starbucks or whatever you're drinking in your cup. I'm excited to be sharing that with you. So until next time, go be a blessing. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Take care.